Before we start today's big episode, I have a really big announcement. Today we're launching our Indiegogo page for Good Morning New York. We're trying to raise $2,000 that's going to go to the set and the costumes. And if you help us out, we're offering major perks. If you donate just 10 bucks, we'll give you a thank you on our website. 25 bucks gets you a free album. And listen to this, 100 bucks gets you an exclusive invite to the album launch party in New York City. And it won't just be the party. We're going to have gift bags and photo ops. It's going to be one big party. The list goes on because there's a lot of perks you can get. Help us out. Visit goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com to donate. We're going to make this worth your while. Making a Musical Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Thrapp. The podcast follows the development and execution of my new critically acclaimed musical, Good Morning New York. We open off-Broadway at the Player Theater January 9th, 2020, not 2019. And today, we're recording this podcast from the Players Theater. I'm here with producer in the Players Theater and founder of Victory Theatrical, Brenda Bell. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. So today, yeah, I'm happy to have you. So today we are talking about a residency program. It's how Good Morning New York is getting our foot in the door to Off-Broadway. And a lot of writers are wondering, how do I get in my foot in the door to a 200-seat theater or even a 50-seat theater like you have? What Explain what a residency is. So the residency program is uh, a program where a playwright can get their show that they're working on on its feet off-Broadway or off-off-Broadway, depending on which venue they're in. Um, there's a submission process. Uh, once, if they are selected, um, they have support from the theater in that they get the space um, and they get a lot of guidance. We help with the marketing. Um, but basically, they become self-producers and we kind of guide them along the way. But it's an opportunity for them to have a chance to get their work out there. So they're not waiting for someone to come around to them and say, hey, that's a great play. I want to put it up. You know, they're just sort of taking the lead on their life and getting their show up on the stage like you're doing. And it's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it can be frightening, but exciting. <laughs> right, because it, it is off-Broadway and you throw off-Broadway in front of something and it, it ups the stakes. So let's talk about, um, you guys just opened for the new slots. You now have new slots for your residency program right now for anyone listening they can apply right yes that's correct um on the players theater website uh theatercom uh you can submit uh the submissions close march 1st and um we have a number of slots in the 50 seat black box theater and also two slots available for the downstairs main stage theater the off-broadway space so explain what you're looking for for the 50 seat theater and for the downstage space let's let's start with downstairs 199 seats uh we're looking for a show that can fill those seats for you know a six-week slot i'm doing four shows a week musicals are great down there that's us yeah right (laughs) great we have great acoustics it's a really nice space you can do more you can have dance you know you can um, have sets there's a lot that you can do downstairs so a fuller probably better developed production would be good down there upstairs in the 50 seat the black box theater um it's a great space for a one-person show um a great place for something that you're developing um a play uh not to say you can't do a musical up there maybe a little bit more difficult to do in that space uh but definitely things that are developing that you're just like trying to get it started it would wouldn't be like a reading 
you know, it'd be a, a full production, but it could be something that, you know, you've just started working on. If someone sends you something with a half done script, just, just seeing what's up, is that a yay or a nay? That would probably be a nay. Okay. When I say developing, meaning you have it at least to the point where it's, you know, you have a, a full script that you can present to us that we can read. We do need to read the full script. Not to say that you might want to do some tweaking afterwards, but we're definitely looking for full scripts. Uh, if it's a musical, we want to see, we want to hear the music. Um, you, when you submit for it, uh, the program is submittable, so you can put, um, you can upload your music and your scripts and everything. We want send us as much as you can about your production, about who you are, why would you be a good fit, um, you know, what background you have is very important as well because, you know, can you can you produce this show? You know, do you have the ability to put together a team to put your show up to sell tickets? And speaking of producing, don't forget Good Morning New York is raising funds for our off-Broadway show. We're selling shirts to make it happen. Visit goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. If you use the code PODCAST, you get two bucks off. We have tanks, hoodies, and more for fall, spring, and summer. Let's talk about um, shows that are happening in the fall, spring, and summer at the players that are part of the residency program because I want to give an idea to people listening of what the shows that you pick are. So kind of explain, explain what's coming up. We have some wonderful shows, three great shows, all musicals downstairs. Uh, we have Revelations, the musical, uh, Assistance, and Legacy. Uh, and it is kind of interesting because some of them are self-producing, but then some of them have found producers who are coming with them who are going to help them through the process. So there are a lot of different ways that you can approach it. Now, I don't know if you know this, if it's okay if you don't know this. I know that I, a long time ago before I considered uh, the residency, before I knew it was a thing, I talked to someone to produce. And Do some producers charge? There are all kinds of ways for people to do things. So I have, I've had people offer me money to produce their shows. So I guess it's possible. I think that really makes you more of like a, a general manager, though. Than a, usually a producer is putting their own money into it or raising the money for you so in my mind I would think that's more like a general manager but you know in this business I think almost anything goes right and that's actually what I like about the residency program is because I don't understand budgets at all like I I we're not well I don't understand it and during the interview with Michael he just like broke down a budget on a piece of paper in like two minutes and I have it posted on my wall in my room because I know exactly what the budget is and um, it's amazing what a residency program and what you guys can do for people who don't understand how budgets work or anything else. Yeah, you know, also that you learn so much. I mean, if you, if, if nothing else, the learning experience, like the contacts you can make and just things like that. Even if you never self-produce again, if you're working with another producer, you're so much better off knowing, you know, what do things cost? Where do things come from? What are those categories? Who do you need? Who are the team players? Because if you don't have that information, you can really be vulnerable out there. You want to know, like, all right, what does it cost to put a set up? What do costumes cost? You know, what, what is lighting design? How many people do we need on our team? And what's cool is um, you guys, I mean, you have shows in and out through the residency program, so you work with not everyone in New York, but a big chunk of people, or you know a lot of people, that's what I'm saying. If I need a guitarist or a lighting person, which I do, we do, by the way, Michael is in the room, <laughs> the man who runs it all, uh, we, do, we need a lighting person, and I'm going to ask him who later. 
yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, yes, like we have a lot of contacts. And also, even if we didn't, like just the fact that there are things that you can do to find these people and we can help you through that process. You know, where do you put the ad when you're interviewing these people? What do you need to know from them? You know, so that that's the kind of guidance that we can help you with. And can you explain, if you can, that process of getting into Playbill or even how it works? Playbill, um, over the last couple of years, has um, has done s- some changes to the way they treat Off-Broadway. And uh, they're very open and welcoming to Off-Broadway now. And what they do is they put together a package for you. So basically, your Playbill really isn't costing you anything, your program itself. But in exchange for that, you are agreeing to um, an advertising package. And so say for like $3,600, you're going to buy an ad that's going to be in every off-Broadway theater for that month, which is great, full color, full page. And with that, you're going to get your programs um, will come to you for free. And it's great too, because then everybody who's in all of these other off-Broadway shows, they're going through and going, oh, wow, look, Good Morning New York. That sounds cool, you know. And then you have other playbills that you can show people, look, you know, the public had my ad in their, you know, playbill. So it's, I'm not going to say that it sells tons of tickets, but it certainly gets your name out there as a writer, you know. And you can put things like on ours, we put, um, you know, if you'd like to license the show, email us, you know, so that's an opportunity too. Now, when you mentioned license, that actually had me thinking. On your website, there's a license. Do you guys have something about licensing? What is that? Michael and I have written 12 musicals together. And so we started thinking, well, it's great. We do them here at the Players Theater. We've we've done them in Costa Rica and places like that. But we would love for other people to be able to do our shows. And people started to ask us about it. So we just thought, let's make them available to people. And um, we have a page um, on the Players Theater website, scorosandbell.com. And people can email us if they're interested in, you know, in interested in licensing the shows. We have tracks as well as music for them. So we're, we're kind of in the process of setting ourselves up for that. But definitely the fact that our shows have been off Broadway, I think, is something that people really like that idea. Right. That's interesting. I just, that came to my mind because I saw that. I'm like, are they looking for a place to license or is it their stuff? I never really knew. We chose to do sort of the self-licensing way, uh, but I will tell you some of the previous people who have done the residency, they have been approached by, you know, licensing and publishers and stuff like that and have had their shows go into catalogs. So, it, remember, of course, you want to sell tickets, but the things that you can get out of doing the show uh, as far as just making these contacts, you know, so many of them have been commissioned for other projects based on what they did in the residency program. So it's really a great way to just get your name out there and to, you know, move your career along. Yeah, someone from um, this year's residency program did. I don't, I won't say who it is because I don't think it's public yet. You guys probably know. You might know. But, uh, yeah, this uh, producer told me about it. So, um it happens. It definitely mm-hmm. happens. So fingers crossed for yeah. Good Morning New York. Yep, he just pointed out who it was. Yeah. Sorry, audience. I don't want to keep secrets, but I will definitely put it on our Twitter page when that musical is published because it's uh, it's a good musical. And my friends saw it. 
Oh, it's already published. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So if it's published, God Save Queen Pam was at the Players this year. So that's a quick turnaround. Um, it was in the residency program. This is actually the producer and the creator was the one who told me about the residency program. And now she's published by stage rights so if you want to oh i'm actually thank it's about time that came out because i wanted to read it because i didn't get a chance to so okay good well now i know what i'm gonna buy for christmas if anyone's listening you can buy it for me but wait no i forgot because we're recording this in december so never mind christmas is late (laughs) valentine's day anybody (laughs) any guys buy me god save queen pam the musical uh okay so let's talk about oh yeah that's back to playbill um people think that if you have a playbill that means you're equity that's not true right no, it, it, not necessarily, not at all. Um, there's no union, you know, jurisdiction with it or specifications. You can be equity or non-equity. Right. That's nice. I want to try to get Playbill.com to sponsor the podcast. Just side note. It doesn't, uh, just random. I don't know. They sell stuff all the time, like $70 pajamas. Mm-hmm. So I thought to my, well, this probably isn't helping them when I say <laughs> pajamas are expensive. Let's talk about how many people apply, what you're willing to say. Uh, so for last year's submissions, I believe we had around 50 applicants. They are all really good. (laughs) I will say that it was tough. You know, um, we have a a team of readers who are uh, a variety of musicians and writers and producers who read through all of them. And like, we were all like really impressed with the quality of the people and the projects. That's cool. And the good thing is you guys also a side note, you can people can rent out your theater too. So let's say they didn't get a residency. Um, they can still rent out your theater and still make a successful production. If people want to be in that 199-seat theater downstage, or I keep saying downstage, downstairs, um, there's only one way to do it, right? There really is. Um, be- the residency program takes up all of the slots besides the ones that I produce with my company. So we really don't have any open slots. So if you want to be down in the off-Broadway theater, you got to apply to the residency program. And why not? You know, yeah. yeah, you know, why not? Why not have the support? You know, right. Yeah. And for the record, Good Morning New York will be in the 199 seat theater. It's the big one. I'm very excited. But also you guys do have a black box upstairs mm-hmm. that is quite affordable and filling up fast, too. Yes, uh, we have a 50 seat black box upstairs. that has a it's a really, really nice space. It's a wonderful performance space. Um, I love using that space. We do our short play festival up there. And the resident that because the residency program was so successful downstairs, uh, we decided to expand it to uh, the black box. And um, that is starting to fill up really quickly, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, if you want to if you want to get in on it, you know, got to (laughs) submit. So let's say they submit and they go through the interview and they're picked. Then. Um, then they have to find the money. Tell me what the budgets are, or I guess they range. When you get picked, what do you have to start at? They do range. Um, it, it depends on a lot of things. It depends on what your show is. I mean, obviously, if you have a show that's a period piece that has a lot of different, you know, settings, you're going to have one budget for costumes and sets and things like that. Or if you have something that's more, that works sort of on a dark stage with a lot of great lighting, like, you know, so it does range. But we usually tell people to be prepared to spend about $10,000 
downstairs on their production as far as the pre-production your sets your costumes all the people that are going to work in the show all of that then your per show really kind of just depends on your show if you've got 15 people in the show it's going to be different than if you have five people in the show if you have you know two musicians or five musicians or no musicians you know so that's where you need to get with that spreadsheet you need to break it down and you need to be realistic about all right how much do I think we can make per show and what should my budget be and what do I have to keep it at and what is great is that you guys help us do that yeah I mean we can we definitely you know can kind of point you in the right direction and give you advice and tell you what other shows have done and what has worked for them um, you know if you're you you know if you have a show that has a lot of people in it there's not a lot you can do about that so you sometimes it's calling in favors you know like maybe maybe it is a period production but you have a friend that has a costume house and they can lend you stuff so it's i think especially if it's your first time around think about who you know who who can help you did you go to a college that you still have a great relationship with will they lend you some things will some of the students there want to help you with you know building and being production assistants Cutting in here to talk about one of my new favorite things. This month, I'm trying out apple cider vinegar capsules instead of drinking it straight. So far, I love it because it burns 100 calories every day. It's like running a mile, but not. And also, if you take it seven times a week, it's like running seven miles. That's 700 calories a week you could be burning. This puts your fat to work, providing the benefits of red hot peppers without the burn. If you want to burn fat and get that bikini bod this summer, you know it's coming. It is coming sooner than you think. Visit the website for Physician's Choice and use the code JACK20. It'll give you 20% off. That's J-A-C-K, 20 for 20% off. I've also put a link in the bio of this podcast. Apple cider vinegar capsules from Physician's Choice is a go-to for me. Let's make it a go-to for you. All right, back to the show. Right, there's a bunch of ways to raise money. We actually did two podcasts about that, one for Off-Off-Broadway, one for Off-Broadway. Go in the vault, listen to those on the app, and don't forget to like and rate our podcast. Now, to close things out, you guys have a show coming up that's pretty big, and I think a lot of people want to see it. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, So Michael and I wrote uh, an original version of Beauty and the Beast, and it's actually based on the novella that came before the popular French fairy tale that we all know so well. And um, it's a really interesting, beautiful show. Um, Percussion and cello is the music, and it starts February 23rd and goes all the way through the end of April. And this is kind of like when Anastasia opened on Broadway, would you say it's similar to that where it's a name that people know? However, it's not the same story, right? Yes, exactly. It is the name you know. It is not the Disney version, although there are certainly elements that are the same. But uh, we stick really closely to the original story. And um, with the novella, there are all these really cool dream sequences that happen in the castle. And we have incorporated them into our show. So I think that's fun, too. Nice. All right. Well, I can't wait for that. That is out in February, right? Yes, February 23rd through the end of April. And will there be an album? 
Yes, there will. All right. <laughs> yes, we uh, we have a beautiful album that is actually we just finished with the mastering of it, and it is going to be available on our website and at the show. Awesome. Well, that rounds out the residency slash marketing slash anything you ever wanted to know about the Players Theater episode. Um, thank you, Brenda, for coming on. Thank you for having me. And guys, like I said again, don't forget to buy a shirt for Good Morning New York. We open off-Broadway January 9th here at the Players Theater. And by the way, tickets are live. Right, Brenda? They are. So go to the website. Buy a ticket to the show. Be the first to be in those seats. Yeah, buy a ticket. They start at $40 and they go up from there. Get the seat you want. There are even seats for opening night right now, too. Yeah, absolutely. Get your tickets. It's not going to be a hot ticket to get. Yeah, and we're going to do something really, really cool for opening night. So buy your ticket because you might get something extra. I'm Jacqueline Thrapp. Thanks for listening to the podcast. See you next time. If you like the work of Good Morning New York, you might like the next little project that I'm working on. I'm helping doing marketing for the super crazy fun time variety game show hour at The Pit. That is on 24th Street in New York City. It's a variety game show with games that I'm helping get sponsors for. So there's free beer, free burritos, free pit gear. It's once a month at the People's Improv Theater. The next show is February 7th, then March 7th, then April 4th, then May 2nd, then... Wow, it's really, there's a lot of these shows. So if you like comedy, support my friends and get a bunch of free stuff because you guys know I love free stuff. Get ready to laugh with stars from Comedy Central and House of Cards at the super crazy fun time variety game show. Our tickets are 10 bucks.